0: The rain is going up fall But I'm not going tomorrow <laughs> That's killer So that was a little uh, little tidbit Of our upcoming EP Obviously last week off We've been working on our music And uh, that should be in stores when, you, when will we be available for that?
1: Uh, I think June twenty uh, first.
0: June twenty first, we're having a lot of deals issues talking twenty twenty one and uh, recording studio. But nah, that's our new song that we're working on, and that song is called "Not Going Tomorrow." So uh, keep your eyes out, folks. What yeah, exactly? we got some. Yeah. sorry,
2: go ahead. We got some big collaborations on there. Some of you may have heard of Bon Jovi. I'm not <laughs> sure wow. if you guys are super uh, familiar. I've never heard
0: of them. Did Bon Jovi or Bond Jovi? Bond Jovi. <laughs> oh, okay, John Jovi. <laughs> it's uh, John Bon Jovi's long lost oh, relative. Um,
1: <laughs>
2: I think also another one who's going to be on there is Catherine Perry. You may know Katie Perry. This is, again, relative. Uh,
1: Catherine Perry. Uh,
2: just the, kind of the unknown people in the music world. Did we get that, Luke uh, Van Weiss? Uh We did not get him. Uh, he's he's, he's a busy guy. Yeah,
1: he's a, actually a mute uh, opera singer. Okay. So, Didn't know that. <laughs> pretty
0: good at what he does. So you're saying he does all the all the visual expressions without the noise. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Okay. Yeah, it blows my mind every time. I've never seen opera. So I it's already... like I've it's never seen it's, opera. it's it's mentally
1: you you mentally hear it, but there's actually no sound.
0: Wow, it's almost like your brain fills in the gaps of what it expects to perceive. Which I think Bond can comment on a lot more. But yeah, okay, I, I completely understand that. I like that you bring that up. It is episode fifteen. And I think one of the first things we want to talk about is what is your favorite form of, I guess, like watching um, art forms. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, so, watching. Well, art? well, I would say there's the there's the opera, the, the theater. Then there are maybe musicals. There are the theater if you're going to see a yeah. play. There would be a oh, movie. like movies and stuff. yeah. I guess what what's your favorite what's your favorite way to digest um, visual art and sound together? Mm,
1: I do like live acting i think yep. that takes a lot of guts because it's right then and there compared to as a movie you could do several takes yes um now with that being said with a movie you have that uh editing ability to do it over and over until it's absolutely perfect okay where it's like in a play if you don't hit it the once all like you can go back in time to perform for that specific audience so the people in that audience, you know, they get what they get.
0: So I'd like to ask both of you before we go too far into this: What do you have any experience being, whether it's in a movie or on stage or anything like that? Yes. In that regard? Okay. I do. I think
1: actually I might have mentioned on here, but I was in uh, I was in a show. Uh, you might have heard of it. It's called High School Musical. Okay. Uh, first of all, whoa. Yeah, I was in High School Musical uh, production put on by Ch Norman Public School. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> in grade seven, um, I was jock number two. Okay That's pretty impressive Yeah I uh, didn't have any speaking parts
0: Which sometimes The most important roles Aren't the ones I was a big
1: background guy Um, My big scene Was I don't know if you guys Remember the scene In the movie When Sharpay Gets the food Spilt on her In the calf I was actually, I was in on that.
0: You were putting put the food on
1: no, uh, it? No, because it's, you was were just involved in the scene.
0: I was, yeah, I was involved in the scene and I was whoa, and I had to get out of the way. So, non-speaking role, but you did make an audible sound.
1: Yes, I just don't know if it was picked up. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, I tried to say as much as I could, even though, you know, because it's, it's, it's the theater, man. It's, you you had to bring it. your character Improv. to life to my, in your, in your hell, vision. Ever I had to do it, that's how I did it. And so my question is, what were the reviews like? The reviews, uh, smashing. I think, and that was by Matt's mom. C, well, C- <laughs> H Norn, uh Journal yep. reviewed five out of five is stars. That, is that and- a
0: student-run newspaper? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and
1: were you chief <laughs> of that newspaper? <laughs> right, it might be. It might be. Uh, but they said that Jock Number Two literally couldn't have played a Jock better if he was attached to a Jock strap. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that analogy, but I love it. Yeah.
0: I've, and do you have any any former yeah. experience?
2: Yeah, so a lot of people uh, out there may remember uh, we put on... You were actually, Noah, in my drama class in uh, grade 11, we put on the school play yeah. for our oh, high oh, school. Oh, yes. yeah. Um, I heard that didn't get great reviews. <laughs> it got, it got <laughs> wow. terrific reviews, and I was actually the director. One wow. of the I was a co-director. Wow. There was two directors. I was one of them.
0: Now, I guess as a director, what, what does that bring to the table differently than if you were going to be on stage because you have to kind of have the vision for everything right? well the
2: first thing it was kind of intimidating because we had to do the casting so yeah. everybody in the class kind of signed up for what roles they thought they wanted and then we had to make the tough calls on what, who, who deserved it people What's- had to audition in front of me and the other director um, I would like
0: to know more about the selection process. Was there any controversy surrounding you being a director? There was a lot of controversy <laughs> surrounding me and being a director. And what, what did that entail, I guess?
2: So, I guess you can speak to this more than I, I can. I yeah, uh, actually, no. I'm asking so, the question, I have the answer. So, <laughs> so, to pick a director, what happened was people had to nominate people. So, there's a few people nominated. And then those people had to leave the room while the rest of the class voted on who should be director. So, I, Noah nominated me. I did not nominate myself. Um, and then I had to leave the room only to find out that some fellow classmates weren't too happy that I was nominated and weren't too happy that Noah put my name forward. Um, it ended up kind of being soul crushing. Um, however, I want it to be known that I did get some votes and I ended up being a co-director on it. So Noah, you can speak to what actually yeah. happened when I left the so room. So what I Dark will Day. say
0: is that this was, if, if you think that gym class is ruthless when it comes to, like, selecting people and people being inclusive. This director was literally, it was just the, the drama teacher did not care about anyone's feelings. It was, drama drama's ruthless. We'll just say that. drama, drama That grade 11 theater, drama
2: was actually ruthless. Theater is
0: ruthless. They'll scream at you. Like, it's if you don't cry in rehearsal, you're not rehearsing well. Like, no one's doing their job.
1: So, do you mean cry because of abuse, emotional abuse or, like, crying because they have to on And stage? I will
0: say, any reason you can think of crying circle circled them all because those are all the different, okay. all the different uh, versatilities. But anyways, what happened was, yeah, as Bond suggested, everything he said was exactly accurate. Um, I think there were two people that were best at Bond. Bond was very well liked in, in high school and, in general. I think in general. I think so. Uh, But there were two people that I don't even know why they had it out for you, but...
2: I don't think it was Mm -hmm. about me. I think it was you, me, and Jake. And how, yeah. And they weren't happy with us three in the class, so that the fact that I was just the one that you nominated, they kind of took that aggression out on me. We
0: were were like the cool guys in class, you know? So they might not have necessarily wanted Bond as a director, but I also will say I didn't want Bond a director as soon as day one started, (laughs) because he was... Mean.
2: <laughs> That's what
0: it's all about. I
2: mean, I think overall, it was probably to date. I'd say probably got the best reviews of any uh, school play I remember Robinsons ever put on. I'm not gonna take all the credit. There was a lot of people putting a lot of production into it, but uh, I mean, <laughs> I think if people are gonna say they were scared of me, I just want to say, look at the results.
0: So I will say Bond was an, he was he was a vicious and he was um, he was vile and he was horrible person during the whole process but that is what it takes to become
2: I, I see myself a lot like what I imagine working with someone such as M. Night Shyamalan Yo, might be like, yep absolutely. or uh, wait he doesn't have any like outstanding like fucking thought, criminal things like all these people in Hollywood no right but now, what right? I
0: will say is that I think it's true you, <laughs> do, you do hear about a lot of people that actors that don't like working with directors and I think there is a certain amount of director beauty in the sense that like they might not be good to work with but look at the result of the art that you produce
2: Christopher Nolan yep that's another one people compared me to in my day. And, I, I and just, your day was my how day? long? I'll just uh, it was probably one t- two grueling months of that. I was also an actor prior to that, though. Oh, shit. You have so been on stage. I've been on stage. You had some pretty occasions. big scenes, actually. Big scenes in the school town hall.
0: You almost shared a
1: kiss oh, with I, someone, didn't you?
2: I did not almost share a kiss okay. with anybody.
1: Town Hall. I lived for Town Hall. Town Halls
0: were good. Ours yeah. was
2: ours was so good and powerful that we actually got shut down. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: that, actually, that actually was true. Um, I would like to comment on my role in the play. I was um, I was like the second main character, actually. You were
2: the second main male character. Main
0: male character. And we were playing um, we were playing kind of like more nerdier type people. And uh, yeah, I thought it was a really good fun play and I really enjoyed it. But I will say my favorite, my favorite way to consume theater and art form is through musicals. I absolutely love musicals. Yeah. And, and I think you might have just come from one recently.
1: Yes, uh, actually, I'm wearing the shirt right now. This weekend, um, I was downtown Toronto with my girlfriend. Uh, we actually went to Disney on Ice on Friday. Oh, my goodness. So, I, I actually I saw a lot of live performing this weekend. Yeah. Then we went to the musical Come From Away. And uh, I don't know if you guys uh, have heard of it. Probably most of you have. It's the number one musical in all of North America in 2019. For so many years. Uh, years, oh, yeah. And it is also in the UK, or I don't know if it's just specifically London. Mm-hmm. Um, But more or less What the play is about Is when 9-11 occurred All planes were ordered to land And about 7,000 passengers Including um, animals Such as cats, dogs, monkeys (laughs) All landed in Gander uh, International Airport And this is a small airport But what happened was All all these people were stranded But the the people of Newfoundland All got together And took care of these people Took them into their homes and, And fed them for I think five days it was and people uh were were sad to go and they tried to give them money at the end but the Newfoundland people were they said there was a quote from the play, they said, you know, a thank you on your way out is enough And uh, so anyways I, guess, I don't know. Should I spoil it? Like, it's well, not really a spoiler. I wouldn't. I
0: wouldn't spoil it. I no tell us a little bit about the musical. Kind of. Just, the plot. I
1: just give us your review. I don't think we need to know the plot.
2: I think well, that you was gave, the plot. Yeah, I think you gave
1: that <laughs> the plot. Okay, <laughs> I don't think you. I don't think you need to give anything
2: else away. Well, no, okay, but then. what
0: was your
1: review? But I think it's based five on five of five. It's based on a true, true story. story. True story. And this actually happened. So, I
0: think there is one couple that actually met during that engagement. and yes. now are married. Yeah, that's true. He as well. was from England and she was from
1: Texas because. Uh, now I don't know if that is legit like where they were from but that's in the play that's where these people were from yes. and yeah they ended up getting together and it's so it's it's tons of emotions it's raw it's 100 minutes straight through no intermission Ooh. and it's a cast of like 12 people okay and they just put on this whole production straight through and each pe- each person um plays you know a few different characters and they're constantly changing throughout and it's incredible to see so 5 out of 5 and after you watch it, you just – it's like – it's super kind of patriotic in a way because you're like, wow. That's Canada. I feel so proud to be Canadian and, and that our nation and people from our nation took in people from all walks of life, you know, like Middle Eastern, uh, even just it's like sexual preference or whatever, like gay and stuff. No judgments whatsoever. And even the people on the plane – like, again, I don't know how much this is true – were kind of judgmental against one another. Mm-hmm. You know, considering what happened, so people were very critical of how someone looked. or You know, they were very uh, judgmental. But the people of Newfoundland didn't care what you looked like, what you did, who you were. Didn't even care if you, you were know? human or not. Literally, didn't even care if you were human or not. Uh, they just did whatever they could to help you. And it was it was really inspiring. Um, and actually, after the play... You said you just booked your flight and your U-Haul you well, to As people <laughs> know, I, I am moving to Newfoundland. Uh, and, but now it's official, so, uh, <laughs> it inspired you. It inspired me that much. I'm wearing this, like I said, I'm wearing the shirt. we got some, uh, it's a nice shirt. Yeah. It's actually really nice. Something it's a very like nice
2: shirt. Here, yeah. so, so I want to bring it back though. Something we probably should have mentioned right off the start is that we're coming off the last time we were together, a big wing challenge, hot ooh. wing challenge. Yeah. Uh, so I think we need to, first off, say thank you to everyone who came out and supported. Yeah, we raised $852 time. for the Australian Wildfires through the WWF. How many
0: individual donors donated?
2: Individual donors,
1: I think there was, I don't remember. I'm not going to make up the number. <laughs> I know we had, didn't we have like 80 people in total come out?
2: We had 90 people 90 tune people. in. Wow.
1: So 90 people, I mean, we're fre- we're fresh off the press here. Yeah. So for 90 people to come out, uh, show their love, and, and donate their money and time in support of... Uh, this great cause and uh, I will say WWF did shout us out on did they shout us out Uh, well so how it happened was my mom commented on Facebook and Instagram the same exact message so I had be <laughs> two different people running the social media so <laughs> uh but she just said oh you know my son and his podcast I, we were tagged in it I don't know if you go on there I did see that yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, three guys in a pool shed or whatever and we raised almost $900 and they yeah they said thank you like Ken kind of gave us a shout out wow so
2: Hey man, every dollar counts. So I think we yeah. want to thank everybody who donated. First off, Here, well, I think...
0: and I will say because we can eat the wings or the cauliflower, but if no one donates, we didn't really do anything, right? So it really is all that. It, yeah,
2: I mean, we did nothing. We just ate some hot things. It's the and I ate the least, so
0: really, yeah,
1: that was great. So let's let's talk about it. I mean, I think the people we have, we we can't we canceled pretty much like the last episode because we were dying. Yeah, but uh, let's talk about it. Tell us about your experience. What did you think about the hot sauces? So, I think
0: people were really worried for you, Noah. So, first things first. Um, I think we were all a little disappointed in the progression of heat because I yeah, mean, we were yeah. really hoping I should that... have kind of tested it, to be honest.
1: I went off um, of what I thought. Yeah. But that one chicken wing sauce, we
0: all could have agreed, was hotter than... The second sauce. Was hotter, than, hotter than, like, like four sauces one. after that. Yeah. So, um, Overall, I think it's fun to do new things like that. And uh, it's cool to try different sauces. And I will say, I never... When I've... I've always... Like red Scoville units, and I've read stories about them, and seen people eat hot things. I never, I never knew that I could keep up with two million Scovilles, and uh, it's definitely a situation that my body was very found very novel, and um, I don't think my body necessarily knew how to respond because my stomach was literally—it felt like it was burning a hole in my stomach until late into that evening.
2: You looked like your body just shut down. You were yeah. pale, and you just put the hood up, and you did not talk. For well, the rest of the and
0: part of the problem was when I was when I was putting the sauce in my mushrooms is that I would actually pretty much like eat the mushroom but swallow the sauce without actually having it diffuse in my mouth and I think the mouth a lot of the burning you feel in your mouth is actually protecting your stomach which is more like that's inside your body um, so I, I actually held the brunt of it as like a full body response instead of my mouth being I guess kind of like on the surface. So, uh, yeah, no, I um, I had a tough night that night. I went to bed pretty early. I think I woke up at 1 a.m. and I didn't fall asleep again until like literally 6 a.m. <laughs> I was up all night watching season 9, which is so good. Uh, but yeah, I had a lot of fun. So I was really happy that had, you guys did it with us. It was nice to have Jonah come on. And uh, I will say I would eat that hot sauce a thousand times again if we could do um, even for one more dollar.
1: And that's the thing. Like there's there's tons of causes out there that we'd like to support. I don't know if I could necessarily – I wouldn't – do that i would want to do something different i just don't know what because um you know obviously people love to donate but they also they love to see entertainment at the same time and then come out and support i just don't know what else i could i think we won't be forcing anything i think when the time's yeah. right there's a cause we like and when they have a
2: novel idea that makes sense that's when our next one will come but uh for now expect yeah, yeah. some more live events slash yeah, that was, uh that was challenges awesome. stuff like that in the future they won't all be for charity but uh we enjoyed it and we're glad everyone came out. So let's yeah, wrap up thoughts on
1: that. I got a lot of feedback on that uh, people loved it, loved tuning in, but we crashed a couple times. Yeah. There
0: were technical difficulties. Big technical yep.
1: difficulties that uh,
2: I'll take a lot of credit for. Um, we'll fix that for the next time well, and I'll, I'll be better.
0: One of the comments I'm just going to make that I think really sets ourselves apart from other podcasts is we actually don't get any funding from advertising. So I know a lot of my favorite podcasts. You're you're diving into it. You're so hooked, and all of a sudden you get a really annoying ad. So I just want to remind our fans because we don't do advertising, we actually don't necessarily have the funding that they have, which is why we experience technical difficulties sometimes. That is actually very true. So on that note, we have a MyFundMe, <laughs> my GoFundMe is starting up,
1: and uh, you can just donate whatever you can. GoFundMe dot uh, give slash three guys in a shed, and uh, any anything helps. Yeah. Matt, next topic for today. <laughs> so, basically, something I wanted to talk about. And I want to talk about this. And Noah really wanted to talk about it. Bomb was less weird to talk about, but it comes from an interesting situation. I find myself in this situation a lot, and I think a lot of the viewers will, but they they won't necessarily realize that they find themselves in this situation, okay? Now, bear with me, because this might be painful while I explain it. I've explained it to a couple people, and they don't really get it, what I'm trying to say. Um... Like, someone literally told me, I have no idea what you're talking about. I cannot wait to edit out the whole (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so if this episode is about 20 minutes long, you'll know why. Because basically the whole thing was deleted. (laughs) But, Noah, have you ever found yourself in a situation where you have said something or someone said something to you and... They have used a different word than what they've intended to, and you catch them on this. But when you call them out on it, they disagree with you, and they say that they said the word they intended to say. I know what I said. Exactly. You always have that where it's just like, well, no, you don't because I heard what you said.
2: Can you give an example?
1: Yes. so I actually, this is this is the part where most people, because uh, I haven't been able to come up with a good example. But <laughs> the best example I'll give is this. You're out with your friends and you're telling your friend about one of your buddies. Okay? Now, you say, oh, my buddy, she is so great. Okay? And then you told them, beginning, that his name was Roger. And now he's, or your friend is asking you, uh, oh, like, She like oh it's like Roger? No, I said he.
0: No, you said she. Who's wrong? Who's right? So I actually have a way better example. (laughs) So I'm going to go back to uh, Saturday night. We were at Anchor Bar and we were watching the the fights and the server when they asked me for my drink oh fuck they said what do you want and I said I would like a water (laughs) with with no straw and when they brought my drink back they had brought the straw and I was sitting there in a situation where I didn't necessarily have anyone witnessing but it was yeah me talking to the server I said I wanted no straw Um, and I don't know if the server didn't hear me or they thought something else or they just didn't care because they brought me a straw but I I completely understand what you're talking about Um, but I think that's (laughs) not what I'm talking about no Well, why do they bring me a straw if I have no straw? Because she's
1: negligent and a shit server. That's why. Okay. What I'm like, you know what? I don't even want to talk about this anymore because I I already feel the tension. Like, I think it's just maybe this is an inner battle I have with myself. I think it's just
2: a simple mistake. Like, I think the example you're trying to get to is that, let's say we're coming to record a podcast and we all agree on, we verbally we say, "All right, we're going to meet at one o'clock." You show up at my house at noon to pick me up, and you're like we said noon and then me and Noah are like, no, we said one o'clock. It's like why do you think it's noon when it was one o'clock for us? I didn't personally think it was a good topic to talk about on a pod. So but my example Because is, I think it's just a simple
1: mistake. Is it, I, is less... I would
0: like to talk about this keep going. But like
1: that's like more the long term. I'm talking about short term. Yeah. Like you said something. For example, you like I can't I wish I had a better example. Like you you want to say the sky is blue but you said the sky is red. And then I say the
0: sky is not red, it's blue and you say no, I said blue. But no, you but... didn't the reason why I want to talk about this is because it has a lot of psychological foundation, which I'm surprised why Bond is so shy to get into this because this is his field of expertise. I especially. just think that
1: this is such a negligible
0: thing. <laughs> I think I what's going to
1: happen is we're going to call it – we're going to find Bond do it in this whole segment. I think – the thing why, I think I do it all the time is I say just shit all the time. So I would like, to, like, like to
0: originally start by three main, um, I guess, main foci. Folk, folk um, one being <laughs> um, memory. One being perception. And one being actual cognitive circumstances. So the first one is that I think our memories are very fallible. I uh, I wrote a couple papers on this, and I actually know a lot about Elizabeth Loftus, her work that she did in the early '90s in terms of like uh, eyewitness testimony. Bond, can you can you confirm or deny this? Have you read about any of this stuff?
2: I honestly was not paying. You're kidding me. Okay.
0: So the good news is I have a lot better topic to
1: discuss that I think. We'll all oh. be able to... Well, we'll just... We'll get through this. This is painful. We'll get through this. This is, this is painful right now. Well, just say what you want to say. We're okay. sorry. Okay. i are not all going to be gems. I mean, if this is your <laughs> first time tuning into Three Guys in a Pool Shit, I apologize. Mm-hmm. Usually, we have way better topics, but I thought this was going to be a gold mine. Bon actually said to me when I came out with this that he loves 99% of my ideas, and I thought that... He also thought that this was going to be a great topic... <laughs> Um, but he said that this was the one percent that he disagreed
0: with. And Noah <laughs> actually said, "This is the one percent that he only agreed yeah. with me with." So I just know that sometimes, especially when I talk to my dad, like he'll say something, but part of it is like if if you're hearing wrong, or do they say the wrong? That's thing? That's kind of my battle. Yeah. It's just like because it's a it's
1: an argument you almost have every single day. But who is actually right? The person who who said what they think they said, or the person who heard what they thought they heard? Why so don't... I'll just chime in here. So.
2: Because this was a topic you were so adamant that we want to bring up, <laughs> yep. naturally I'd like to do a little bit of research on the topic. Okay. So I ended up finding a study that shows that oh on average of yeah. 1,000 words that we, that we uh, say, we make between 7 and 22 mistakes. Okay. So those mistakes maybe just don't go noticed by the person actually speaking. They just go noticed by the person who's listening to it.
1: So maybe, because you
2: think you're saying the right thing, but in re- actual reality, you're, you're not.
1: Because you're thinking of something else. You're
2: either you're Which thinking of something else, point. or it's just a mistake. Like, let's imagine if you're going a thousand for a thousand words. That's pretty that's good. Pretty good. That's Pretty good. Only making seven to twenty-two mistakes. When let's be honest, how much do you really think about Did what you just say? Saying?
0: lesbian. <laughs> sometimes you, when you slip up, like sometimes yeah. you know what they were talking about, but for whatever reason, you just feel you have to correct them because you want them to know that you caught them slip up, and it's a big deal for you. But um. If it's a one verse one, if I caught you saying something wrong, and you and me, we're just one v one. But as soon as Bond, who could be a witness, third person, in two v one, all of a sudden they have the upper ground and they decide who is right or wrong in that situation. I I think
1: what what Bond said about where they go unnoticed is I think that's why maybe this is more of a topic that I run through my mind more than others because I feel like maybe I maybe I just notice all the time. Maybe I'm I'm more critical of like when listening so maybe you just accept it as mistake or i can't accept it as mistake i accept it as failure <laughs> <laughs> I, I think i just generally i'm a pretty bad talker so i think
2: i i understand it as a mistake like there's times where i think i have a stuttering problem just because i stutter once but i, I don't have it. A, i don't have a stuttering problem it's just like i'll start stuttering randomly people might even notice it on the pod um a lot of times, I don't pay attention to what I'm saying. Like words just kind of start coming out of my mouth. You just say, "Pay so.
1: attention." <laughs> <laughs> Stop trying to make something. <laughs> he's not, he's <laughs> to make
2: <laughs> yeah, this guy's just attacking me. Honestly, I'm gonna hold strong on it.
1: You know what? I, when you edit this, uh, I give you full permission to label it, like uh, in the title, yeah, as Matt's stupid topic idea. Matt's awful topic idea. So, will be done. Yep. Uh, I
0: I give that. That's fair. Yeah. No, do you have any last words on that? I'm really sorry. Yeah, no, I just think, uh, I think like a lot of people, they have this whole, they really hold on to being right when they're speaking, and I think it's okay to say you made a mistake. Hey, man, I think you slipped up and said something wrong. You say, ah, I don't really remember what I said, but this is what I meant to say, and this is what I tried to convey. I, I think for me, is like, I
1: slip up, yep. and people, I, it seems that I'm always getting called out on. Yep. And,
0: and I'm just like, all right, well
1: what but do you want me I'm, to do i'm with like, bond
0: speech is not perfect we make mistakes when we talk and sometimes you get called out you can get absolutely ripped apart for it um even just a simple two words that were mixed up but uh yeah i'm with bond here if you go in seven for 22 i think those are good numbers aim for seven but if you end up with the 22 per thousand that's seven for 22 seven out of 22 for a thousand now
1: see correct me I'm wrong <laughs> but i heard you say seven for 22 yeah if you can get seven words to the 22 i think that's
2: like, I think he's still saying the wrong
0: thing. <laughs> okay, either
2: way. yeah. Seven <laughs> words out of 22. I think he means between seven and 22 words out of a thousand. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes you just got to you gotta infer, right? You yeah. got to uh, extrapolate the data.
0: Well, you got to bring your own, yeah, your your own cognitive awareness to the situation. And uh, I meant to say seven out of your 22 mistakes in your thousand words. Okay, so let's in just work one. on that. Yeah. Let's get better at that. Okay. Uh,
1: awesome. So, sorry, guys. We'll move on uh, to my next topic. I hope that this one goes over good as uh, like well. So this came to me when I was I don't know what I was listening to, but I was hearing someone talk about uh, how public service gov Ontario. I don't know. You can go basically, you can go to this website where it's like an app, and it will show you hospital wait times. Ooh, okay, they're pretty bad. So it this has nothing to do about the the wait times themselves. Yes. But I, do you think? That sometimes technology, as we say, as it advances, like, yes, it, it is for the better. It's It makes you know ease of use, ease of mind, that kind of stuff, like, takes a lot off your plate. But do you think that technology is almost disguised as a solution when it's really more of a problem?
0: What I will say to start things off on this topic, I miss the days when you could just watch TV...
1: Instead of what?
0: Instead of looking at your phone while you watch TV.
2: Yeah, that's I'm really bad at that. Like I can't watch TV without being on my phone. I need to be doing like two things at once all the. But then I just rewind the TV because I'm like I just got caught up on Instagram for ten minutes, and now I have to rewind my show by ten minutes.
0: So when you were a kid, what would you do for activities? Play outside. Would watch you pl-
2: cartoons. Play road hockey.
1: Would you play outside? So me and my friends started a rock factory. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to hear about this. would excavated rocks and polished them up, and then sold them for money. How much money? And who was buying the rocks? Pine cones. Oh, okay. That's well, make believe. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> was I was fine. just saying, this is a great. This is a great product. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, uh, at my neighbor's house on the side of their house, they had all of these rocks, and they were mainly quartz. Then um, you know those quartz rocks, those uh, whitish, sparkly rocks. So they had a garden bed full of those, and we would just sit in there, and we had stations, somebody looking for the rarest, uh, I did air quotes there, rarest uh, rock they could find, and then it would go to the wash station to get all the, the dirt off it. And then I was the polisher, so I had toothbrushes, other brushes, some, like, rags and stuff. And I'd sparkle them up, and then we'd put them on display. And It's a pretty good business. It was. I mean, uh,
0: I had to retire. How many pine cones did you amass by the end of it? I don't know, a couple. (laughs) 100?
2: (laughs) Would you say, like, to date, like, that was one of your best professions? Like, that's kind of your calling in life? Uh, If I
1: could go back in time, I wish that I followed through
2: with it. Maybe being an uh, archaeologist? Yeah, maybe. Something like that. Digging up bones, polishing them off. That
1: sounds a bit too tough for me, but. So, um, as it's happened before uh, I have failed the podcast and I brought up a couple topics and they they will be talked about in the description but you probably won't hear about them on the final edit I just want to apologize um, they were pretty brutal we talked about them for a good half hour but we just didn't really have anything to say uh, so we're gonna we're gonna try and pick this thing back up and, yeah there was and a lot it. of dead
2: air so we're gonna bring in. Another topic. This was actually fan suggested. We talked about this during the Wing Challenge, but we were all in a lot of pain and really didn't cover it very well. Uh, commuting to work. How far is too far? And uh, yeah, let's get your thoughts first, Noah. Let's hear what you. I have think to say. Noah, you
1: have a di- you actually have an interesting perspective on this because you're only willing to commute like by specific ways. Yes. Whereas for Bond and I, we would most likely commute by car. Yep. Um, unless you could access it by train, which a lot of people do if they're working downtown Toronto. So for me, how far is too far? If I was going to drive my car, um, probably an hour and a half max. I would do.
2: I think I'd go with an hour and 10 minutes would be my
0: farthest. So I will say that I know that when I rode the train to Toronto and I was riding a bike, it would take me about an hour and a half hour, 40 minutes to get to and from work. And uh, I think it depends on, to me, traffic is a big play. I will happily ride the train in the morning at 6 a.m. for an hour and then take a 30-minute extra of time. But what I will say is I hate riding the train, even if it's for 20 minutes, when you're absolutely jammed in there like a sardine. Um, And for you guys driving, I think driving for me in my past, when you're driving during rush hour, I would rather drive an hour than spend 10 minutes sitting on the highway in a a stopped car. Um, I think it's infuriating. But yeah, I guess you guys, what do you think? I would rather have a 45 minute commute
2: in like country roads where I don't have to stop for anything than a 35 minute commute sitting in what feels like a parking lot on the highway.
1: I hate traffic. I hate traffic. I hate traffic. It
2: starts your day off just in a grumpy mood. My thing
1: is like, you're on Guelph Line at two o'clock in the afternoon and there's fucking people everywhere bumper
0: to bumper. I just, I can't believe it. So I will say two comments on that. One, I don't think the coronavirus is as big of a threat as people are making a big deal out of it? it? I and I have no a couple of comparisons as to why. Um, two, we almost need to have, like, government-regulated, like, times of day of people to work. That, like, there's a chunk of people that start work from 4 a.m. to 10, like, to 12, and then, like, different chunks of time so it's not all the traffic at the same time. What but the problem well, the problem
1: with that is it's not just people going to work. It's people literally just going anywhere they want to go. You know, like... It, like these people that are on the road might not
0: even be people going to work. They could be going to do whatever they want to do. I, I'm thinking if you had only self-driving cars, that problem will be solved in the sense that people won't be allowed to leave their house between certain hours. Well, because this is becoming won't. a very
2: authoritarian 1984 dictatorship that you're trying to. To run me, here. I'm just thinking more that's efficient, up, efficiently. You're hurting first. your political career right now. Yeah, it's just a more tough. efficient
0: cityscape to me, and I think it'll benefit everyone. So you think and mandatory curfew? No.
1: You're not allowed to leave your home, though.
0: No, you can't get in a car. So
1: you're actually promoting and trying to enforce more... Like biking and public transport? So, so
0: one
2: day I have a kid. Yeah. He's all of a sudden sick at 3 a.m. But my time slot, <laughs> I can't leave the home until 4.15 a.m. So well, you got to check your phone. So, so what do you, I do? What I,
0: would, what I would say is that we're actually only going to reduce the amount of available time. I like between, how you say we're going to do it <laughs> as in like you're actually, this is legit. 7.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. And then between the hours of like 4 to 6 p.m. Those are the only hours that we need to reduce time. Anyone can drive whenever they want in the middle of the night. I don't care. That's not the issue. But you just said they can't leave. <laughs> so i'm talking about the hours between the morning and the day. we need to make sure that not everyone's driving on the road at the same time i think we can all agree with that
2: i i do agree with that i think the trouble there is that so many jobs are like customer service that like let's say you're working at a bank and you're like oh my my time slot is i'm i've started at 4 a.m like no one's going to the bank at 4 a.m
0: oh, so true
2: but maybe you know what maybe other people who start at 5 a.m they are
0: So what I'm going to say to both of you is we're looking at societal problems and we're saying this is the way it is. I'm saying we need to change the whole, we need to flip the whole script on everything.
2: So teleportation.
0: Teleportation would be huge, but I don't even know where you would put all the people while they're in teleportation transit because I think the matter still has to go somewhere while it's not where it is, correct?
2: I think it's just new matter is being ready to rebuild that person.
0: So you think teleportation would have to do with the idea that... You're your, actually... part,
2: your particles will disappear. They're not going to... The particles themselves aren't transporting from one to another area. I think they're just going to pull the necessary particles together in that other area to reform the same So how person. would they
0: retain the conscience with all the memories and everything? See, that's, that's a, the, that's, that's the that's the a big one, right? Okay. We don't
2: know how that's going to work. Because I don't think anyone really truly knows how memory's stored. Okay. What if I told you guys that I'm a time traveler? I'd <laughs> say i believe it. You we... kind of look like that guy, at the glo- uh, guy with the camera. Have you seen that? that Charlie Chaplin. No, it's not Charlie Chaplin. It's the Chad, guy like, like
0: 1910 and he looks like he has a digital camera.
2: No, the guy who looks like he has a digital camera. In the ah, 1800s, No, 90s? is the what, what? I can't remember the photo that World it's War coming II? out of.
0: It's, it's in be, a crowd. I know it's in a it's crowd. It's in a
2: crowd. I think it might be like World War II or something like that. And he, this guy has a full-on digital camera that didn't exist in the time. So I would like to
0: dive more into You kind of look like him. I would like <laughs> to dive more into time travel. First, I want to address Matt's comment about the coronavirus. Oh, so yeah. yeah. I, go back to it. So, first of all, The amount of people that have actually died from it, or like to me, I always find when you hear about these statistics where it's like 50 people, I go literally heart disease kills like millions of people all the time around everywhere. Uh, But also I think coronavirus, I'm not that sold on it. I think the CDC and like global health, they're going to be able to respond quick enough to catch it before it becomes a big epidemic. And even like Ebola, a lot of these viruses, they're scary at first, but I think there's a lot of good people that are doing a lot of good work that are able to like contain these. So... The thing is something that didn't happen in the past
2: that is happening for the coronavirus, which makes people a little bit worried, is that the Chinese government has actually put the town that it started on, I think it's called Wuhan, in quarantine. In quarantine. Interesting. 100,000 people are now in quarantine in that city and which, they're not allowed to leave so, which is similar. To leave. so, so similar are droid. they are they hiding reports yeah. of how many of you are dead like who knows is this going to be bigger than what's what we what's the think? traffic
0: like there that's exactly what it is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <it's> actually, <laughs> is it helping traffic elsewhere or is it hurting it they're they're, they're quarantined I it's quarantined that. yeah okay. the city
2: is quarantined uh, so this may be a bit of a bigger threat than we know of maybe the gov- Chinese government knows something I don't know I'm just going from the brief little news articles that I've so, seen online. So,
0: my question is, why would it benefit the Chinese government to lie about the amount of cases there?
2: Uh,
0: they don't want people
2: to know what kind of turmoil they're in. It
0: shows weakness.
2: shows weakness. It uh, they're maybe trying to contain it themselves. Maybe it's, who knows? There's lots of conspiracy theories you can get into with that. You know what
1: I just thought of, actually, uh, on the topic of me being a time traveler? Yep. What? Like era would you like to live at Well that's what I think we're going next, but I don't think we're yet there yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Do you want to go there now?
2: I mean I don't have anything else to say on the commuting. We set our time. No. I saw
1: something really funny. I don't know how like sensitive our viewership I is. I just want to know about
0: the coronavirus if you have anything else to say about it. It
1: yeah, I do this is about the coronavirus. Oh okay. Um basically it was a meme and it said preparing for the coronavirus and it was someone chopping up limes.
0: So, <laughs> so I had a friend, <laughs> So the only reason that I, uh, uh, I I'm only laughing at that is because I had a, I, I was talking with uh, at hockey the other day with a few of my friends who hadn't I guess they hadn't heard about the coronavirus yet. And when I said, oh, the coronavirus, they said, oh, yeah, I've 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 had that before. And they're referring <laughs> to me. Literally
1: every single person in the room just looked at them, <laughs> just <laughs>
0: dropped their shit around. Into think, the hand sanitizer. Because I think someone else said, oh, yeah, I've had the Pops Blue Ribbon virus, too, or something like that. It was a joke about beers, drink, me drinking beers. Um, but, yeah, that is good. So, yeah, I guess we're talking about time travel. Where would you go? Why would you go? I don't even think time travel would be a good thing to do for anyone, but we'll go into it. Why? The butterfly effect. Have you seen those movies? Yes, but let's just let's
1: go on a very simple I don't wanna die like I don't wanna dive into like the complexities of what would happen if you altered things I don't you know, you in can the past. The but let's just say this is simple, like fun. Why wouldn't you wanna go back in time to see things if it didn't affect how you ended up when you went back?
2: So so when we're talking about this, let's let, I need to establish a couple of rules some first off. Yeah. So If I'm time traveling to these areas, I think we all have to give a list of three and our reasoning for it. Okay. I get to come back to present day life and nothing has changed.
1: Nothing.
0: No. So you're you're almost going there to observe, to, as an observer, you can interact, but they nothing, nothing's going
1: to change. Okay. So, but I get to come back. I'm not trapped there for life. I'd also like to throw in, not even just to observe, but even to take part in. Okay.
0: You get to be there. You get to be there. No consequences. Okay.
1: Maybe, maybe a couple that you would like to observe, like be a fly on the wall. And then others that you would like to take part in.
0: So one of the ones that I always like to think of, do you want to go first?
1: I think you're already talking.
0: So uh, <laughs> one of the this is something that I feel and maybe not everyone else feels it, but I would like to go to a time, um, It's I think it's very hard to imagine this because I think stress and worry are kind of foundational for human survival, but I'd like to go to a time period where maybe there were just no issues and like... I don't even know what that time period would be because I think of the past and like you think of all the comforts we have now. But I can't imagine living in the wintertime before electricity. Um, But I think I would love I'm going to go number one. I would love to go back there and like watch a dinosaur. I would like to see the dinosaurs and just like see a T-Rex. They don't even need to kill anything, but, like, see them fight a triceratops. And like, see dinosaurs fight each other. Now, I think
2: you'd go back and you'd just be, like, real disappointed because they're just... It's going to look like a, a big pigeon fighting, like, a big rat.
0: See, I would say that I don't care what it looks like. Nah, that would that'd be, be, really that'd be cool. way more amazing. So, what era of the dinosaurs, the Pleistocene... What's your favorite dinosaur? My favorite dinosaur? I used to be a big Velociraptor guy and a Spinosaurus guy. But um, I think my favorite uh, dinosaur would probably be the Dinonychus.
2: Can you (laughs) you talk to us about the Dinonychus? Or the Struthiomimus. Okay, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so the (laughs)
0: Dinonychus, it actually is... uh, It means robber. It means robber. Um, So
2: you encourage thievery.
0: Well, the Dinonychus was a dinosaur that would steal eggs from other uh, other animals. I think I'm getting these uh, definitions wrong. But anyways, Dino-nake is <laughs> kind of like a raptor, but it was a bit more of a thug um, in at least its behavior. With that being said, everything we know about dinosaurs, we have no idea because all we have are like fossil. Evidence. So, and your other one? The Struthiomimus. Yeah, tell us about that one. Um, I like the name, obviously. Okay. And my understanding was very slender, like kind of tall lizard, not too tall but pretty tall. And it would just kind of slither around. And it, the Struthiomimus was cool because I don't think it necessarily affected a lot of other dinosaurs in the sense that it wouldn't bother them. But it was always, it was always kind of lingering around. You know, it would <laughs> if there was a fight, it was just kind of watching the whole time, and it would get out of there, before, scamper away before it got in too much trouble. But uh, yeah, the Struthiomimus is pretty fast at running too.
2: Okay. You so to dinosaurs my... is your number one. Dinosaurs
0: are my number one. You number you two. My favorite dinosaur sure. crocodile. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> cool
2: number two Noah <laughs> number
0: nice. two Um. well are, are we allowed to go to the future I think, <laughs> oh, I think you that's, have to go to the past I think you, think you, have, you have to go, go to the past
1: because the future is the future and you don't really know what the future holds
0: you know what I'd like to see myself as like I'd like to pick myself uh, I'd like to go on one of the times that I thought I was really cool like one of the trips that I've been on and watch myself like when I was partying and watch myself and see how cool I actually was. I'm um, just be able to see like 24 year old me look at like 18 year old me partying when I was in like South America or Central America and just watch what I was doing. I uh, think see myself develop. Okay. That's wow. pretty good. And number three. Number three, maybe like this would be kind of cool too is like maybe be there similar to Back to the Future, like at your parents' wedding or something like that or like, like some event that happened in the past that you hear a lot about but you've never actually gone to in like a wild party that maybe even actually Y2K I'd like to see I'd like Y2K hmm. yeah
2: so for me number one medieval times That's oh, they, uh, the, I've always I, been really fascinated I don't want to touch the medieval times I've either. always been really fascinated I don't think I'd want to partake in anything because it this seems like lie on the wall li- it one. seems like life was definitely pretty rough back then I'd really just like to know what was true what wasn't maybe see what the kings were like uh, see what the battles were like kind of kind of stuff like that um, my number two would be because I'm reading a book on the expansion into the West in the 1800s. I would like to see what the wild West was like down in the States. Um, again, probably a fly in the wall. I don't think I'd like to partake. It doesn't seem like it's super, uh, I guess the word romanticized comes to mind. Definitely doesn't seem like something that I'd be accustomed to. Seems like a pretty hard life. Um, I'm not someone who particularly is fond of that. Um, and third, that's a tough one. Um,
0: I don't even know here. Number three. Oh okay, yeah, we'll come back to you, Matthew. Go ahead. Oh, uh, first of all, very good choices. Yeah, just, yeah. I'm just interested. Ahead. All right, let's You know. came with an agenda. You picked this topic because you want to talk about a time period I, that you want to go I to. I think
1: about this kind of stuff all the time, and I think a lot of it comes to do with, you know, the choices, like, you make in literature you read or movies you watch. All those stuff, like, you're going to pick to watch them or read them because they... Um, not inspire you, but, like, they entertain you, and there's a part of you that maybe (sighs) sees yourself being part of that whole time period or or those specific types of people. Ancient Greece. That's my number three. (laughs) Okay. There you go. So, so number one, I would like to be a bootlegger during the Prohibition era. Oh,
0: wow. Good. Um, I think you'd
1: be arrested really quick. I I don't think you'd be a good bootlegger. I, I think I'd be the boss,
0: is what I think. I think you'd be a good bootlegger.
1: I think... We'd be making up. We would make it, making it in my bathtub, at home in big steel tank, and we'd be shipping it down the streams. Um, so that's that's where I would roughly go uh, for people who don't know. That's really early twentieth century, um, and Canada actually only lasted for a year, whereas the states lasted for I think almost like a for like prohibition four, four or five years. Yeah, maybe longer, maybe a decade. I don't remember, but I know it was from nineteen twenty. For Canada, it was like 1919 to 1920, maybe even 21, whereas the States started in 1920 and went on for a period of time. But yeah, I I don't know. I think that's super cool. I think that's like the fact that alcohol and how we view it in our modern day life. Like when you're having a beer, do you think that once upon a time that was illegal to do? Like, I think that's just so cool. And being a big beer enthusiast and like alcohol and that kind of stuff I think that's something that would just inspire me. Um, so, number two, I agree with Ball, and I would want to be in the Wild video? Wild West. Oh. Um, I think that's super cool. Like, I literally think, like, Red Dead Redemption. Oh, dude, I think it'd um, be
2: wicked to just see what it was like to
1: and be an I, adventurer. And I think I would want to be um, in the late 19th century, like 1899, 1890. You kind w- of want to hit where, the year gap, yeah. where, like, industrialism was just starting to occur in Industrial these big cities. Yeah. You know, like before, it was it was you're an outlaw. You know, there was there was laws, but you could you were your outlaw name for a reason. But you could just break these rules, and there was no consequences. But now, all of a sudden, these big industries were were taking over the you know the country. And I'd like and to
0: comment on that in a minute. I think that would be really cool. Number three, I have to think about so. Okay. So I want to comment on what you said. What always blows my mind when you watch these movies, like think how bad we are of keeping track of things in our pockets. Back then, you would literally have to carry like. Whatever document, like, all your money was always with you at all times. Like, you have a piece of paper with you at all times with all your stuff. And you had to carry that with you everywhere all the time. I think I just bury it. Well, I can't even imagine, like, how, like, you show up and you're like, oh, yeah, this is uh, a document that I had from literally six months ago that proves that I can do X, Y, and Z. Um, And, like, how do they not lose all their stuff, right? And it makes you think, like, how do we lose our stuff all the time so much now? We think we're smarter, but are we smarter now than we were back then? I think we're just, we
1: have more distractions now. Okay. Whereas, I'm not saying that there was they were, they had a simpler time because as things advance, like, there's just different problems. Whereas for back then, I'm sure they were overwhelmed with a bunch of things they had going on. I think when things went wrong back then, it was like, you die. <laughs> yeah. Where
2: when things <laughs> go wrong here, it's like, oh, your car doesn't start. Even, or now It's I'll... like, you
0: want to die, but you can't. <laughs> even the idea of banking to me makes no sense. Where it's like, how could they even communicate across a nation or across seas where it's like, I deposited money in Europe, and I took a boat for three months to America, and now in America, somehow they know that I have money over there that I've deposited, right?
1: Yeah, I just like, I think it's such a crazy time where things were new, and you, you could give, you had to trust people, whereas now you wouldn't trust anybody. Like, if, we, if I was an acquaintance of you, and I was like, I had $300, and I said, give, I know you're going to wherever place, and I have a relative that lives there, I'm like, I need you to deliver this $300 to my relative. But I don't really know you all that well, and I'll never be able to know unless I get a letter (laughs) from a pigeon or something. Like, you know what I mean? There's no way of tracking that where it's like now it's e-transfers, and, like, you can track your money constantly. Before, i just give you $300, and who knows what you didn't do with it. It wasn't even dollars
0: back then. Could have been coins, yeah, gold, right? Gold, yeah. gold. Imagine just like breaking off a piece of gold. It could have been something. rocks,
2: like Matt was selling when he was young.
0: That was good business. That was a good business. Bond that might have been cut out. So that I might would, have been cut out. People <laughs> might not know that story. <laughs> yeah. I would like to hear Bond tell us the limitations of time travel and why we can't. Like, what are our biggest issues? So, oh, like.
2: I actually do. Uh, I have thoughts on this. So I, as people know, I like to uh, read random things. Right. Uh, time travel is one of the things that I actually have been fascinated by in I the love past. Time so time I, I looked, I looked into it a bit, and I actually ended up hearing one theory that i really like and i wish i could give the person credit but essentially is that time travel to the past will never be possible but we will once time travel is invented we'll be able to time travel to the future because essentially what it boils down to is that from the moment that the time travel machine is invented time will essentially cease to exist in the way we know it so we'll never be able to get to the past because in the past there was no time travel machine where once the time travel machine is invented from, let's say, present day, there always will be a time travel machine, so therefore, time travel from that moment
0: on will be accessible. So my question for you in that is that once the time travel machine is invented, could you then, 10 years from now, travel back to any time since the time travel has been invented? Yes.
2: So it's essentially you'd be able to travel from the time that the time travel machine is invented to any point. In so the how future. does
1: that necessarily work? How do you travel to the future? How do you travel to something that's never happened before?
2: I don't actually know, but I know there's like physicists out there who say that time travel will be po- most likely be possible. So interesting cuz like, I don't think we know how to. I think it's based off of what's called string theory right now. I think. I could be super Kay. wrong on that. We have
0: no idea. String theory. I don't theory. really know.
1: If that's uh I heard that before.
0: So what string I will theory. who's big on that? String theory. I will let you know who's big on that. What I will I'll say? Stephen Hawking. Um, what I will say is that our understanding of physics, especially when it comes to things like time travel, is where what they thought the shape of the earth was two thousand years ago in the sense that like we are about to make some huge discoveries it's Plot. right? Yeah They <laughs> figured that out already. <laughs> um, yeah, one of the things that I like always think about time travel is that you already it already does and doesn't exist at the same time in the sense that like, We wouldn't change anything because it's already happened in the sense that, like, if someone could go back in time, that means they already did go back in time and that it's already all set in one timeline. That's how I feel about it. So it's like when we say, oh, someone would go back in time and do something. No, they already went back in time. The first time time was happening right now, the time traveler is already there because that's back in time. Does that make sense? No. (laughs) I'm really lost. So So, I just
1: want to ask you this. Yes. Do you think that people have traveled to the past?
0: I don't think people wanted to
1: but have they like I think there's a lot of unknown in the world so it's kind of fun to as a big conspiracy guy I don't think so you don't think so I don't think so no one's done it so where's this camera guy come from where does he come from you think it's
0: make-believe it's a fake photo or it's misinterpreted the quality's not that great yeah
2: like I mean who knows what he's just because it looks like a camera doesn't mean it is a camera also
0: I'm sure there's someone who now I
1: thought I actually thought it was that he was on his cell phone
2: I think there's like a few different photos floating around but, of like different people. Right. Like I thought it was
1: list.
0: somebody in a crowd and they were like talking on their phone. And like you could have, there could very well, it, easily, was a, it would have been an old, like a flip phone. I think it could very easily be someone who had something, a device in their hand that looked identical to a cell phone. doesn't mean that it was a cell phone.
2: I agree. Maybe he was just using a banana phone. It could have been anything for fun for his kid. But in front of
0: uh, I always find it. So I, I, I love time travel. I've watched Timeless. And Travelers on Netflix, both really good shows. Timeless is actually really corny, but I still enjoy it because it's very historical. Um, Travelers is really good. I really like that one. And I really like time travel. I will watch any time travel show. Now, are these non-fiction? No, they're fiction. They're fictional. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I really like time travel. And uh, what I think is really cool about traveling to the future is it it hasn't happened yet. Or has it? Well, this is another thing, Bond. Are we? We're not talking about free will versus determinism on this podcast, are we? No. Okay, we'll save that for another one. But uh, yeah, have you thought of your third place you'd like to go? So, to? So yeah,
1: I, I did, and actually it's not necessarily a place, but I for me it would be a, a fly on the wall for sure. Yep. But it would be f- like following my favorite. Uh, okay, for me when I have a favorite author or favorite like type of person like back in the time, like I like to know everything about them. So, you know, I would love to see, and I've watched a lot of documentaries, you know, where where Hemingway was when he wrote these books and the experiences because a lot of his books are, in a way, semi-autobiographical. Oh, fuck. I can't even, I never can say that word. It sounded good to me. Okay. But uh, <laughs> so, uh, I would like to be a fly on the wall as this is all happening. Um, and then also I would love to be, like, I really like of like the mobs and mafia and like street gangs yep. and, and criminal organizations. I'd love to be a fly on the wall and, and, and big meetings um, and, and stuff like that.
0: So I have a question for both of you that has to do with my time travel choice. I have two questions. What age would you like to visit yourself? That's already happened. And what age would you like to see meet yourself and talk to for 10 minutes? That's the future. So I'll start probably with the future one. Um, <laughs> well
1: probably will get past 45 so (laughs) i'd like uh, i'm not gonna waste my time with 50 uh, yeah
0: (laughs) so i'd like i'd like
1: to see myself at maybe 45 50 okay and just like i think that's the age where it's kind of like it like everything that you could have planned for would have is happening or has happened you know by that time and you think kids home career all that kind of stuff is is happening and has happened for a while, so I would like to just see, kind of how I'm dealing with it uh, going backwards. I don't know. I'd like to maybe visit myself at not young because I think that would just irritate me. <laughs> uh, maybe like Imagine talking to your eight-year-old tween. self,
0: how annoyed you'd be with yourself.
1: Maybe like twelve years old.
0: Okay.
2: I think I'd go back and talk to grade nine. Yep. But I think in the future I'd go to eighty-one. Which, if we are all uh, imagining what medical, like, how age is going to progress, how uh, modern medicine is going to progress, 81 is really going to be, like, today's probably, like, 35. <laughs> You're fit on um, 81. I think they'll solve aging. Um, I don't
0: know if they should
1: solve
2: aging. I don't think they should either. But They're uh, trying to work on that? Yeah, people are treating aging like a disease. And it's, like, so, essentially getting old is a disease so it's like how do you stop that There's that's actually an interesting really interesting really interesting, uh,
1: really interesting reads actually. I think I kind of think, agree with it essentially like in the sense of like not like call it a disease I wouldn't necessarily call it that but like something that everybody doesn't want to have happen to them so that's really interesting yeah
0: well, so I, I I'll say my say about what I said earlier but I'm also going to say a say about what we were just saying um, two things so one I think I would like to meet myself, maybe even just five years down the line, because I think five years is a long time, and I think that we've changed so much, becoming going from like development to being an adult, that our bodies maybe change less per annum that they did when they were when we were younger. So I think five years from now would be like okay, I'm relatively the same way, but uh, I think I like I like where you said. I think I want to speak to myself at eighteen. I think start of high school,
2: so like grade nine for me, but eighty one. I just want to go ask that guy, be like. Yo, one thing, what I fuck up, what, and then that what? guy goes, dude, your whole life was a fuck up. He
0: goes,
1: dude, dude. and then you just go back, and off and then and I go off. back,
2: and then I just start mm-hmm. saying, fuck that guy, <sighs> and then I start eating and more start sugar, like, like
1: eating more burgers, just in letting the, the cholesterol get up there. and say, like, fuck
2: you, eighty one. In that old.
1: sense, in that sense, though, can you go, like, if you go talk to the guy in the future and he tells you your life sucks, are yeah. you able to go back to your current self and change that outcome?
2: Well, I just imagine that that was that was the deal in this one. If not, I don't I want to crush myself at eighty one. I
1: just thought it was that this is what. If I just want to meet be. it, maybe
2: maybe like forty. 40 just see if, I don't I, think see if 40 40 I'm starting to gonna... hit like a midlife crisis okay. or not. Just curious.
0: Right. So one of the things that I will say is that you don't know when you see eighteen year old self. Your eighteen year old self doesn't know that you're you. Mm. And that so you, you have to wear a disguise. No, but then it makes you wonder. Maybe this has already happened.
1: I had a very strange <laughs> conversation. <laughs> With a mid, middle-aged man
0: the other day, and he was just like me. Yeah, time, I love time travel. Time is great. I really like time travel. That oh, hour. yeah. So, okay, right now, has there, like... Okay, for example, do you want to turn 25? Because if we're talking about aging being a disease, it's like, what is the age that you want to stop aging at? Interesting. And how do you even stop it? So,
2: I think I'd like to... Because, like, if you're one years old, do you just never get older? I'm going to say 29. Five years away, but still... 29 is like a good age that you stop aging at. I feel like a lot of people are content with themselves at 29. Just in the fact that like by then maybe you have a career kind of set. And maybe your, you're starting to think and about body, kids. You have shot. marriage, all it's that. It. Like, I don't know. It kind of seems like 29 is this point in your life that I don't want to say you've got everything figured out. But I think a lot of people start having like a plan at 29. I don't know. You can be you're physically fit. You're mentally fit.
1: Uh, I like it. I would there. like to stop at 25 or 27. In between there, so I
0: think I think a lot of people
1: not twenty six, no, no, God, <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> I think a lot of people would try to pick. So there's a couple different things you want to pick when you stop aging. Your physical, like your physical peak, yeah, um, and especially in regards to like most maybe attractive looking. Um, and I will say like so for me right now, I'm at a weird place in my facial hair where it's like I definitely want to experience life with more facial hair at some point, but. Do I want to wait five years to where I have more wrinkles? Right, like it's like what? What do I want? I wouldn't want to stop aging at 18, but I don't know what the age is that I would want to stop aging at.
2: So have you thought about maybe slapping on some beard oil to help you grow or anything like that? Like how did? But like what I want to know is how are they gonna do
1: it? Like is it a needle? Is it like something they
0: put
2: in?
1: Stop aging. Like dude, I don't know.
0: Do you want to know the secret? (laughs)
1: Yeah. So everyone out there, listen up, because here's gonna be Noah's anti-aging. At least not be able to physically age, but to at least, or I guess, what am I trying to say? I don't know. Stop aging. So Whatever.
0: I'm going to make a comment. Okay. And I don't think it'll go very far. But what I'm going to say is that the things you put in your body are the things that will determine how much you age. I think that's
2: probably pretty accurate. Yes. So, I'm going to, I don't have long. <laughs> I don't have long. I though. think food would be a big impact. Yeah, Food supplementation, and all Depending on
1: different substances you you consume, and um, but is this mean... an input? Is this an input right now? Trying to tell me
0: that if I was vegan, I would live
1: longer.
2: I think that's is this Noah, a plot? That's what Noah's trying to spread so, right now.
0: The, an interesting two thing. Is I don't necessarily think aging equates to long life, but uh, yeah, we can we can go on to the next topic. <laughs> we don't have any other topics man <laughs> well do we want to talk more about time travel do you have anything else you'd like to say
1: I don't want to get too much more into time I travel think without that being prepared for it we could have been a lot more prepared for this uh, I'm glad that we made something out of nothing considering my last two topics were so bad <laughs> so this might be a shorter episode I think it'll end up being a shorter episode if people didn't like this episode um, we're sorry
2: I'm not sorry I stand by everything we've done so last thing to finish up on poll that went up on Instagram do you drink black coffee or not Apparently 58% of the people who
1: voted prefer black coffee. Yes, uh, I am one of them. Uh, as we were talking actually before recording this podcast, coffee, is it's like the same thing as uh, spirits. Or tea. You know, if you're going to mix your spirits, then you're not really tasting the spirit. You're tasting the Coke with a little bit of an edge. Um, whereas coffee, if you're putting milk and sugar in it, you're not really tasting the coffee because you're altering the 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 actual taste of what it is, so that's why I drink black coffee, um, and I've just I get it's acquired taste, not it's really bitter and not not for everybody, but I think it's just one if you're drinking coffee to wake up, drink some black coffee because I think that the milk sugar I guess could could hype you up, but uh, that also might equal in a harder crash, caffeine and sugar mixed together that's deadly, and the milk might actually cut that I don't know, but could so if you want to get hyped up drink some black off you're having an espresso and those are my my things to say about that
0: awesome so i think we'll wrap up whoa on, wait we're not wrapping up i wouldn't mind saying my input on coffee you No, know way you don't drink coffee okay <laughs> so first of all i think a lot of people who said they do drink black coffee i think a lot of them are lying because i think they think it's cooler because it is cooler um so as bond said so graciously i have not necessarily been a, a coffee drinker myself i never really felt the effects of caffeine however this past week i went to Denine coffee in um at young and adelaide and i think especially in the business world it's a lot of expectations or even on dates like oh let's grab coffee and for a non-coffee drinker I feel a lot of pressure there because I don't necessarily know how to drink coffee or what to drink but I ended up getting a black decaf Americano and uh, I will say I really enjoyed it and I really like what you said about if you're getting coffee why are you getting it? Are you getting it because you want to drink coffee or do you only drink coffee because you need that caffeine boost and if that's the case then why are you kidding yourself about coffee why don't you just have an energy drink right? Well for obvious reasons Well yeah for obvious reasons but I'm just saying, uh,
1: but yeah, I agree with what you're saying. Like for me, I drank, when I've had my first coffee, I was putting a Coffee Mate hazelnut, that flavored cream oh yeah, that's stuff. that's how you had to start. Yeah. That's how I started. And then <laughs> uh, I would have it with milk and sugar. Yep. Then I cut out the sugar and it was just milk. Then I was, I put less and less milk every single time. So it was a point where I was drinking it pretty close to black That is, this is stupid. And so probably I've been drinking black coffee for, I don't know.
0: Eight years. Now I would like to talk to both of you about it. Is is it powerful to drink your coffee black? Powerful is in let's say let's say the three brushes are going out and Bond orders a double double. Yeah. I order yeah, one milk, one sugar, and then all of a sudden you come out and you go, Oh, I'm gonna get a black. Is now,
2: it? Matt is immediately the alpha male. That's yes. what I mean, right? I, I actually find it If um, you get sugar in your coffee, you're essentially going
1: down a peg on the on your kind of I think status. Uh, I've what I've always found though actually is I get the opposite when I order if I tell like if someone's going for a coffee run I Ew, say black you drink it black they go ooh that's disgusting like I get told that's disgusting like another example is I also eat the core of the apple um, and people tell me that's really gross too aren't you not supposed to do that because it has cyanide in it
0: obviously if you weren't supposed to do it they'd make it's a big deal out of it if you
1: actually research it it's most nutritious part of the apple is it
0: yeah core. interesting. Well, I'll put up the info on the page. What I will say about the whole core of the apple thing, to me, I've done it before. I always find that like, no one no one enjoys eating the core of an apple. The only reason you do it is because it's a little obscure. Um, and I guess you can say, oh, like, I ate the core of the apple. But um, it goes back to the age-old conversation, do you eat the peel of the banana, right?
1: No. No. I
2: also
0: don't eat the core of an apple either, though. Do you eat the peel of banana? No. What do you do with it? What do I do? Compost it. Hey. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, we'll see. I guess next week we're probably not going to record because Super Bowl Sunday, right? Well, so. we'll probably have a morning record session. Okay. We'll have to figure something out, and then yeah. I think
1: actually the weekend after is also a tough one. we the weekend after.
0: We might have a few uh,
1: interesting recording release dates and or recording times Like we might have to record on a Thursday or like... It
0: almost sounds like this is our last episode.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If you never hear... Like, honestly, the way this episode went, fuck, it might as well be because we're probably going to get zero listeners. Yeah, this is a tough
2: episode, so we're sorry again, but uh, we're going to come back strong
0: and powerful. So, before we go, I'd like to take maybe Super Bowl Sunday picks because regardless of whether our fans are Super Bowl fans, like, it's it's... is it not the biggest? It's the biggest recorded event. It's the biggest like, sporting event in the world. I would say so. Bigger than the World Cup? Uh, mm, that's I don't tough. know. That's, don't they that's usually tough. get 100 million viewers?
1: Maybe biggest sporting event in one day. That's what I mean. Yeah, I could see it.
2: Yeah, I don't know enough. But uh, I'm going to say my heart tells me that San Francisco 49ers are going to win. But I've been saying I don't like them and that they're a shit team all year. So I am going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs will win the super bowl
1: so here's what i have to say this is a i i'm i don't even want to watch the super bowl uh as i've said on here before i'm a raiders fan who officially just uh launched as the las vegas raiders so that's official now uh so if you're saying oakland raiders you're stuck in the past man get with it (laughs) so uh as a las vegas raiders fan it's very hard for me to watch this because Kansas City Chief is my the most despised team uh, for me as a Raiders fan. And f- like this is a tough one for me because usually the, the 49ers are a big rival as well to the, to the Raiders because they shared the Bay Area uh, for so many years. But for so me not living in, Oakland, yeah. in the Bay Area... I don't necessarily feel that rivalry and that rivalry. You almost feel solidarity. Re-attached. So I guess if I had to pick, I'm going to go for the 49ers, but I will not be rooting
0: for either team. I'm hoping for a tie. <laughs> 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 Noah, who, who do you think is going to win? Yeah, you know what? For me, uh, I could not care less about this game. Um, but I usually... you could not care less or you could care less? Ooh. Ooh. Which one is I it? I could not care less, which means I care a lot about the game.
2: Well, no, you couldn't. You, you couldn't could care not. less means that you literally do not care about the game at all.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't really care. I, I, I just hear a lot of people. They always say, "I could care less."
0: I could care less. Yeah, no. I which could.
1: would which would mean that you I could care, care less, but I am. I kind of care a bit. You know what I yeah, mean? So I'm, I'm, watch I'm, out for that when someone tells you that. I'm able to them. care less. Yeah, awesome. no, so, so you it, do care. Okay, no,
0: perfect. Yeah, this one. Literally, there's no way that I could care less. This is the most amount of little bit of care, um, no way you could care yeah, less. Yeah, I think okay. Super Bowl Sunday is a really good. It's a really good event for a lot of people. Um, to me, I've never been the biggest football fan. I don't want to lose any um, any support over this, but uh, Patrick Mahomes, he's kind of my guy. And who's the San Francisco? Who's, who's Jimmy Garoppolo? Jimmy Garoppolo. These are two. These are two great quarterbacks. So I think it's a really good game. And uh, I'm just glad that New England was able to pass the torch on to some other teams this year. And uh, we'll see how it goes. I think it should be a really fun game.
2: you got to make a prediction.
0: Yeah, I'm going to take San Francisco by 22.